Are you Caitlin Byrne? So, not Jack. A relieved breath left my lungs. It was also tinged with just a small amount of disappointment, but I decided not to let myself dwell on why exactly that might be. Clearing my throat, I nodded, my body tensing up slightly as I wondered who on earth this guy was. He was tall, clearly strong, and not someone I would usually want to be alone with given the choice, but we were outside in the open, so I guessed it was safe enough. Great. I work on site and I just bumped into Jason. He said you're interested in one of the condos opposite. Glancing down at his blue uniform, I realised it had the dynamic logo on it and relaxed slightly more. He said to look for a girl with long brown hair and a pink bag, and here you are. Smiling at his jolly demeanour, I glanced down at my bright pink Hello Kitty bag and felt myself blush. It wasn't exactly the most professional bag to take to a job interview, but seeing as I basically lived out of a rucksack, my options were a touch limited. I am interested in the apartments, yes. I still couldn't believe I might actually manage to wangle a cheap, safe apartment as part of this job deal. It would be so refreshing to actually unpack my rucksack and hang up my clothes for a change. Apartments? Ha, we call them condos, but I love your British accent. He grinned and I found myself blushing, which was stupid because it was hardly my fault we had different words. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that Tina's over there doing some paperwork and general cleaning if you want to have a look before you head off. Nodding keenly, I followed the direction of his gaze and saw a gated complex on the other side of the road. Those over there? I asked in surprise, because the buildings looked pretty fancy. In fact, they looked like houses, and I could have sworn Jason had said they were just flats, or condos, according to this guy. Yup, convenient for work, huh? Really convenient for work. Door to door, I'd probably have about a thirty-second commute. You head on over, and I'll give Tina a call to let her know you're coming. Expressing my thanks, I made to cross the road when my phone rang in my handbag. I pulled it out, saw my parents' number, and smiled. Obviously, my mum had remembered my interview and had stayed up late especially to ring me. Hi, mum, I greeted, excitement bursting in my voice. Hello, love. I got a job, mum, and it's even better than the temporary one I told you about. They offered me some prop work, similar to the stuff I did in Sydney, so I'm really excited. There was a pause down the line, and then I heard Mum clear her throat. That's wonderful, darling. Congratulations. Hurrying across the road, I stepped onto the pavement and then stopped and narrowed my eyes. I might be away from home, but I spoke to my mum every week, and there was definitely something weird in her tone today. And the nervous throat clearing was odd too. She never usually did that. What's the matter, Mum? Are you and Dad okay? We're fine, darling. Your father says to say hello. He's sitting here having a cup of hot chocolate. I smiled at that, but then my concern returned as Mum paused again and then did another strange throat-clearing cough. I was calling because, well, we got another postcard this week. Every molecule of air seemed to leave my lungs, and my skin, which was warm from the sun, suddenly felt chilled to the core, as if I was sitting in an ice bath. A postcard. There was no need to ask what she meant or who the postcard was from, because I knew all too well. My fucked-up ex, Greg. The vivid dream I'd had last night came rushing back to my mind, swamping my senses until I staggered and had to grab at the nearest fence post to steady myself. God, it was almost like the dream had been a forewarning. 
He wouldn't have actually signed his name, of course. He never did, but over the years since I'd left him, he'd occasionally send a letter or card to my parents' house. I thought it was his sick way of keeping me from moving on, and unfortunately it worked a treat, because here I was, four years on, and still an emotional wreck at just the thought of him. Sometimes I wish I hadn't been so stubborn and stopped my therapy when I left to go travelling. Perhaps if I'd persevered with it, I wouldn't be quite as screwed up now. But the idea of explaining my past over and over again to a string of different counsellors around the world had been so unnerving that I'd chickened out. Sighing heavily, I focused back on my mum's news. The postcards themselves didn't bother me too much. I could even deal with the words he chose to write, always discreet, but with an underlying threat to them. But it was the postmarks that bothered me. The cards came from all around the world, and it made me wonder if he was trying to track me down so he could finish what he started.